You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 44. Hey, we are Dr. Shane and Liz Watt. We are doing this podcast because we are trying to bring knowledge and education to create a new way of thinking about our health. Knowledge is the key to a happy, healthy life, and our goal is to help you live your best life. So join us and let's learn together. Welcome Danielle Bryan to the podcast today. She is a skilled teacher and a master practitioner of energy medicine. She has integrated the principles of shamanism into her professional and personal life as a study, a spiritual practice, and has lived the experience for over 20 years. Daniel has client sessions, workshops, retreats, ceremonies, founder of Shamanic Twist Wellness Center in Camas, Utah. She loves to teach tangible practices that are useful and transformational in everyday life, and she loves to share her wisdom with the world. So Danielle, thank you for coming on today, and this is our first shaman that we've ever had on the podcast. Wow. First floor (laughs) mat and first shaman. (laughs) There we go. A couple firsts today. So, Daniel, can you just kind of start out by telling us, you know, what is shamanism and how did you get, how did you get to become a shaman, first of all, and then tell us what shamanism is? Well, first I'll tell you what shamanism is. Shamanism, you know, what is a shamanic practitioner? What, who is a shaman? And the definition of shaman is the one who can navigate the spirit realms on behalf of themselves and another. So when you look at a lot of the indigenous cultures and the cultures and tribes that have had shamans that have shamans you know the shamans are the doctors the healers they're the ones who will be able to work with the people of the village of the tribe and bring healing to any ailment that they have happening so the one who can navigate the spirit realms on behalf of themselves and another so it's that so if you kind of is it kind of like the medicine man in when you when you hear the medicine man in the in the Indian yep, tribes exactly okay. and there's all kinds of shamanic paths you know there's North American shamanism South American shamanism that's actually the path that I study it's rooted in the Andean traditions of South America Peru specifically and there's African shamanism Celtic shamanism Mongolian shamanism Russian shamanism I mean the word shaman is actually Siberian in its root and so there's um you know it's the it is the doctor the healer of the tribe it's the medicine man the medicine woman of the of the tribe now you know we don't live so much in tribal culture anymore not in North America anyway. So, you know, it's a study of being able to cultivate the skill set to see and track energy, to be able to see and work with a person's spirit body and to see what's happening with somebody holistically at that multidimensional level. So we, we look at what's going on with somebody physically, what's going on with somebody at a mental emotional level, at a soul level, and at that full energetic frequency level of what's happening with somebody. And how I came into it was um, back in 2005, I was asked to 
do a retreat. So my my study was in massage therapy back in the late 90s. I studied massage therapy and that's what I was doing. And then the school that I studied with, the Four Winds Society, who is still out there doing what they do, wonderful program. Um, they hired me to do massage for a private retreat and then the retreat didn't happen. And they said, why don't you come take a class? We're sorry that the schedule changed. And I didn't know much about it really. And so I found myself sitting in this class and then it was in that moment that everything started to come into alignment. Um, I always had the ability to be sensitive to energy and to feel what was going on with clients, but I didn't have the trained skill set for how to work with them with what it is that's coming up. So, you know, as a massage therapist, it's not helpful to have a client on your table and say, wow, it seems like you have a lot of energy stuck in your second chakra that feels like it's holding trauma. Good luck with that. I hope you can work it out, right? So as things will show up with clients, this gave me the skill set to actually be able to help them shift, heal, release, transform. I mean, there's many different kinds of interventions within a shamanic session itself. So, so 2005, I stumbled into this work and that's it. I've been doing it ever since. So I have a private client practice. I teach a year long transformational workshop called the full medicine wheel program. And I train practitioners in shamanic energy healing. And that's what I've been doing. So if you could tell me like when somebody comes in to see you, what can they expect? And I, and I guess to add to that, what is, what is like a typical client? Is it, it's not necessarily, I'm, I'm guessing it's not necessarily someone coming in and saying, Hey, I have thyroid issues. I have this issues, adrenals. I have this. They're not typically the ones coming to you or are they? And I guess what is the typical client and why do they come, I guess, to add with what she was saying? That's a great question. Um, the, you know, I see all kinds of things, but for answering your question of like, what's the typical client, it's usually somebody that is at a point in their life where they're looking for answers and they're not finding them in the arenas they were looking for them. Um, sometimes it, that is emotional. It is big life circumstances have happened. Um, maybe they've left a job, maybe they've retired, maybe they're going through a divorce, maybe something big has happened in their life or they're moving to a new place for a job that they're leaving something that they've known for decades, right? So these big life transition cycles, I'll see a lot of people working with those kinds of things, but I do actually see a lot of people who have physical stuff going on. So it's funny that you brought up thyroid because I had a client um, a couple of years ago who came to me specifically to work with thyroid stuff. She said, you know, I don't think that I have a very typical thyroid condition and I want to be able to come off my medication and I feel like there's something else going on. And so we worked with the energetics and the belief systems behind what her condition was. So when I'm working with somebody who has a physical diagnosis, we're really working because I'm not a doctor. 
and I'm not trained in the medical field and that's not what I'm doing. So I'm not here to, you're not trying to play one on TV. No. And I'm not trying to play one on TV. That's right. So I am not here to diagnose. I'm not here to say to, um, bring in some different kind of treatment plan. You know, if people have very physical things going on, they have to work with their doctor about what it is that's happening at that level of their body. But what I can work with and what I do work with is all the emotional stuff around it. So what is your belief system around this physical condition that you have? Where's your belief system with your ability to heal? Where are you bought into a collective mindset that says, if you have this, it means this, this, and this. And we work with those components. We work with the emotional aspect of how do you feel that you have this, that you're navigating this. And so those are the pieces I work with. I don't get into, you know, the medication, the diagnostics of things, anything like that. Um, so what a typical session looks like is a client will come in, we'll chat for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes about what's happening, what's going on in their life. We'll kind of get down to the root of what it is and then they'll get on my table and I work through the chakra system. So those seven main energy centers that run right up the midline of our our body and we'll look to see what chakra is holding the density of what it is that we're going to work with. And then my skill set is that I actually can see and track energy. Tracking means to follow or intuit what's going on and to see the energy, how it's held in the field, how it's affecting them physically, where the blocks are, where the energy has coalesced into dense energy in the field that is blocking the flow of life force energy. And then we'll also look at how it's affecting them emotionally. Are there any belief systems? Are there any behavioral patterns that have been laid down? And we'll look at what's happening at a soul level. Where are they with being in alignment with what and what they want, what they truly desire, who they are outside of external conditioning. And there's all kinds of things that can happen within a session. So we could do things like extraction of energy that is not yours that we pick up because as energetic beings, we will attract and absorb energy that's not ours. So just like dust settles on furniture, right? It's the same thing that happens in our field. So as we go about our life and we're out there doing what we do, we can end up absorbing or taking on energy that's not ours. So we look for that and kind of like when you when you go into a room and you can just something doesn't feel right. Like, you know, whether the conversation in the corner is there's a fight going on or something, you can kind of walk in and that that's kind of the energy kind of thing. You, you can just kind of feel that. Let me step back and ask you just a couple of questions. Explain a little bit about chakras, because I think everyone's heard the term, but not everyone really understands what that means. So just do a quick, quick um, chakra explanation. Okay, chakras 101. Um, yeah. So we have these seven energy centers that run up the midline of our body. They actually hook into the central nervous system. So a ch chakra is actually a Sanskrit word that means wheel. So these chakras come out of our body about two to three inches and they're vortexes of energy and they are input export 
um, the vortexes. So we will take energy in, run it through the chakra system. We sort and filter what's coming into our field. And then we will naturally release energy out of our field. And the, the chakras have cycles where they will spin in a clockwise direction and that's what we call a balanced or open chakra and then they go into a discharge phase where they spin what we call counterclockwise as if we are the face of the clock and they'll discharge energy and they do this natural cycle um, but they are and they all relate to and hold a different quality of energy and they connect into the endocrine system so different chakras are related to different parts of our endocrine system and, and different they body also parts as well, work right? with yeah different body parts and they work with overall um essence of emotional things that we are working with so for instance the root chakra will work with our connection our ability to feel connected to feel grounded to feel like we belong um to feel like we have a tribe a family system and safety our second chakra so our root chakra actually points it's between our legs and it points down to the ground it's typically red in color if you could see the energy of the chakra you would see it as red the second chakra is just above the pubic bone below the belly button it's called the sacral chakra or the second chakra it's orange in color now and it has a front and a back so when we get into these energy centers that run in the trunk of our body they have a front and a back side um, so second chakra deals with our ability to be connected intimately creation our sexuality finances our ability to hold our own power to feel like we're holding our own power third chakra solar plexus it's yellow in color it's above the belly button and that's that center that's our gut feel right so we have that gut intuition that gut feeling and that third chakra tends to be the one that is kind of in charge of that it's our um right for action it's fire it is our ability to feel secure within ourselves or not or insecure if we have insecurities that tends to show up in the third chakra it's also the center where we base how we feel about ourselves on what we think other people think about us like self-esteem kind of thing yep self-esteem is yep third chakra mm -hmm. fourth chakra inter intrapersonal relationships so how do we connect with another person how do we connect with ourselves in that place of being open-hearted, being loving, feeling safe in our ability to connect in that way, relationships. It's green in color or sometimes pink. Some people see it as pink. The throat chakra is our fifth chakra. It's turquoise. It's our, it's another center of creation actually. And our ability to speak and communicate and use our voice to bring effect to something, to bring creation to something. It's also the center where we will hold back, bite our tongue, swallow it down, right? We have those phrases that we say where it's like, I had to swallow that down, I had to bite my tongue, um, I had to hold it back. It's the center where we'll deal with, are we being truthful? Are we being authentic? Are we hiding? Are we keeping secrets? Are we telling lies? A lot of that kind of stuff that deals with our ability to speak and use our voice. Sixth chakra, our ability to have second sight, if you will, or to be able to see that which is possible, to see beyond what we see with our physical eyes. 
and and that's our normally crown called the third eye. Well, third that's eye, normally yeah. called the third eye. Third eye. But yep. A lot of people understand it as is that one. Yep. Exactly. The third eye. Yep. Right here. Right in the center. And it's indigo in color. And then our crown chakra is our connection to higher power, to your essential, to that Christ consciousness. And it is purple or gold in color. So different people will see it slightly different. And it is that connection to that highest um, realm that is beyond that human embodied experience. So that's, that is like, the really fast, quick cliff notes, <laughs> chakras. Um, but here they are. There are these seven energy centers, and you know they come out of the body this way. They look like a funnel or an ice cream cone where the skinny end comes in, and it, again it hooks into the central nervous system, and the wide end comes out. And when I'm working with a client, we're working with energy. We actually work within that energy center to help it begin to release and dispel any energy that's been stagnated or dense or coalesced into the chakra. They can become misshapen, they can become stagnant with energy. And so we help the energy start to move again. And then from a shamanic standpoint, because chakras aren't just shamanic. I mean, this has been in the, you know, Hindu studies for thousands and thousands of years. Um, the And the shamans, actually, their term for these energy centers are Nawi, N-A-W-I. So Nawi means I. And so it's the I, the vortex is like an I. Chakra means wheel, wheel of light. And so they're talking about the same thing. They just have their own language about working with the energetic anatomy and so we work with the energetic anatomy to get the energy moving and then we're tracking and looking for what else is happening for this person what else is it that is going on that is contributing to either this repeating pattern that they're in or their health condition that seems to not be clearing up or getting better or um, getting caught in anxiety, depression, or their ability to know that there's something that they're going for. They're in a creation phase, but it feels like they can't quite get there. Like there's blocks, there's something that's in the way. And so we work with looking at what all those pieces are to help somebody to step into, you know, greater expression, greater alignment of who they are, creating, co-creating, manifesting more of what they want in life. So we're not just spending the whole time looking at what's not working and why. I mean, we do that. We address that, absolutely. But at the end of the day, you know, personally, I think it's far more interesting to look at what do you want to create in your life than all the stuff that's not working? Like, let's move the stuff that's not working. Your so baggage you can... that you... Yeah, huh? all your baggage that you have. Yeah. One thing that I like about it is if you, when you think about this type of approach is it's bringing all different aspects of your life mm -hmm. into one. And there's a lot of things that I think that um, even though, you know, we say shamanism, we see energy work, whatever, all that kind of stuff. There's actually a lot of these practices that we do on a normal day basis or that we've heard about. And it's just it's normal, but we're actually looking 
you know, it's just different wording or we look at things different, a little bit different. It's just, a, it's our natural normal day experiences that we have, but we're looking at it in a different light. And so some people will be like, well, shamanism, that's like way out there. Well, it's not actually, because these are things that we deal with. We just talk about it differently. Right. We look at it, we have different words mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Understanding our energetic anatomy which is standard across the board, whether you believe or think shamanism has any value or not, like you're an energetic being that has life force energy running through you that you could be um, it having blockages or have density in your field or whatnot. I mean, we could call, we could call the healing session a shamanic session. We could call it a Reiki session. We could call it a um, polarity session. I mean, we could, we could pull up alternative therapies and see the common denominator of what we're working with between all the different kinds. Well, even if you look at it this way is when somebody gets really stressed, then it's like, you know, take a moment and just take some breaths, right? We just have to calm down. But if we look at it more of like a shamanic thing, then you're looking at, well, you're starting to more, uh, you know, get back to your breath. You're starting to align your chakras. You're starting to clear out the things that are holding you back. But in the real world, what it is like normal everyday people is just take a moment and right. take a breath, right? Stop for a minute and take a breath. But really that is a, in, in another frame of words, a shamanic, you know, episode of just trying to connect back to your breath and help realign those chakras and just clear out the things that are not be able to help you progress. So I have a question for you as well. Um, you said something about like every time you pointed out a chakra, you said a color. Now, is that, a, is that a color that the shamanic worker sees or is that something because you can actually take and I can't remember what the name of it is called, but you can take a picture of somebody and you can see the energy the around aura. them, the aura and all that kind of stuff. Is that I mean, is, is that based off of that or is that based off of the person, what what they're working on, how, how they see it? The color associated with the chakra is fairly s standard and common is what I'm going to say. So when any, if you pick up any book on chakras and you're going to take a dive into the study of chakras, that those are the colors so it's not personal it's really the color is vibration so each chakra vibrates to a certain frequency and that frequency has a color associated with it and those are the colors that are associated now the the vibrancy the the depth of color the richness of color the faintness of color all that kind of stuff is going to vary person to person based on their life force energy and whether those chakras are operating at their fullest highest capacity or they're not due to whatever might be going on with that person i guess my question also is is that something that you that you as the practitioner feel and see or is it something that people can actually put on and video and see because they're doing like a they have the the ability to do a, an aura check or something like that it depends on the person so everybody's intuitive skill set 
is different. So there are some people who work with energy that actually literally see, just like you and I are seeing each other right now in the camera, right? They'll see it that way. They they have that skill set to see the centers, see the colors very vividly. And some people do not. But we have ways that we will measure and work with the chakras, regardless of whether you can see it or not. And you can feel it. So you develop the skill set to be able to sense and feel where the chakra is, to be able to sense and feel the shape of it, and to measure the energy that's coming out of it. And we do that with a pendulum. And so, you know, I don't see it as color myself, Shane. That's not my skill set to see energy quite in that way. But I will intuit what's going on with the center, and I have the ability to see the shape of it, to the quality of energy, the the pattern or the emotion that's held in that center. I can sense and feel that. I can pick up on what the behavioral patterns are, what the belief system patterns are, if it's past trauma, current trauma. You know, there's all kinds of different things that are going on in those centers. And so it's it's a mapping system of how to read an energy field, the chakras are. And just for clarity, you know, the chakras are not South American shaman tools necessarily. Chakras, you know, we they exist across the board. You know, every human has a chakra system. I mean, just like we all have kidneys and livers and hearts and lungs and whatever. That's why we talk about it as your energetic anatomy. But again, the word chakra is Sanskrit. And that's from the, you know, studies, the Hindu studies and the yogic traditions. And in this shamanic path, we talk about them as Nawis and we talk about them as different energy centers. And so it's a, it's an energetic system that we energy healers work with because it's going to give us the information of what is happening with our client. It's going to tell us like this person's life force energy is low in these centers and this is the essence of what is going on in these centers and it gives us a snapshot into being able to see more holistically what it is that somebody has going on. Now, the shamanic part of what I do is rooted in different modalities like soul retrievals, destiny retrievals, extraction work, and being able to see what's happening at a soul level with people. Is it past life stuff? Is it current life stuff? Is there the energy of ancestors hanging around you who have moved on? Is there, are there things that are out of alignment that need to come into alignment, working with helping people to reconnect with the spirit world, with their own highest essential, with all of nature. And that's the very shamanic aspect of what I do. And, um, but there's other energetic components in what I use when I'm working with clients as well. So Danielle, you're gonna be actually doing a meditation class at our conference. Can you tell us what kind of meditation or what people can expect when they come mm -hmm. to your class? Yes, so we're going to go over the, sh the energetic anatomy actually and talk about these chakras and talk about the luminous 
cord that runs through our central channel and then we're going to work this is an active meditation so we're going to work with connecting to the earth energy we call it pachamama that we talk about mother earth as pachamama in this tradition so connecting with pachamama and being able to receive the wisdom and the energy that pachamama holds connecting with source creator that higher power and this is intentional active practice so we will engage our energy bodies and our energetic anatomy in the meditation we use a breath of fire meditation to really get the energy field open and expanded to get our life force energy flowing and moving and we'll do a couple rounds of breath work and then we're going to move into the guided portion where we will have an experience a shamanic journey experience and that will all be guided where we're going to be able to consciously shift our awareness and tune into a different aspect of ourselves at that soul level and begin to develop that ability to sense those different subtle energy bodies have an experience that brings that kind of awareness. So to your point, Liz, when you're saying there's that place where, okay, in everyday life, if we're stressed or if something's going on, can we stop and take a breath? Well, we can stop and take a breath. And then can we actually realize where are we holding the energy? What energy center is that caught in? Where, where am I? Am I caught in my emotional capacity? Am I caught in a mental intellectual? Am I just spinning at a mental level? Is there something beyond what I can understand? Is this a soul aspect that I'm working with? And we begin to develop the awareness to discern for ourselves, what is it that's happening? What's going on with me? So we're going to make an experience in our class of beginning to understand that energetic anatomy, how to engage it and work with it consciously and how to bring it into a practice where we can start to hone the skill set of understanding ourselves at that bigger multidimensional level. That that seems like a lot in 30 minutes. That, how much time do they get? <laughs> 40, she's 45 minutes. Oh, 45 minutes. I'm like, holy cow. Minutes, that's, yeah. How are you going to do that that fast? <laughs> well, You're going to work quick. It's a lot. I mean, I could I could teach that very thing like in 90 minutes, really. But we can because um, there's just so many little nuances that when you have you can drop in and play with it. It's fun, but you can do it in 30 minutes, um, 45 minutes. We can lay down the the map, the lay of the land of where we're going and then drop right into the practice. Yeah, everybody knows how to breathe. And everybody actually does have that awareness of these different aspects of themselves. So it's not new again, you know, Shane, you brought that up like energy. We all know how to work with our energy bodies. When we walk into a room to your example, I use that example all the time. Like you walk in a room, you know, something's going on and it's because you can feel it. So it's just bringing intentional awareness to these different aspects. And that's really what we're going to be doing in that class is bringing intentional awareness to these different aspects of ourselves. Well, it will be a fun class that people can come and just really learn a lot. So it'll be fun to have you and what your, in, what your take is on this type of meditation. And, you know, what I love is that you're going to be able to give people just practical advice that they can do 
to be able to take this into their their daily life because a lot of it is that we um need to be able to know how to handle different situations in our life and if we can incorporate this type of meditation just stopping um, relaxing figuring out where it is it is in our body and recognizing what that is i think that is brings a lot of power and just a lot that we can be able to handle a lot of different situations that come up so before we close why don't you just tell us a little bit about um your facility kind of uh, different things you have to offer there and then that, and then give us your information so we can put it on the and how people can get a hold of you yeah okay so we have the shamanic twist wellness center up here in camas utah and we have um seven different practitioners working out of the center several of them do the shamanic energy healing that we just you know spent some time talking about and mm -hmm. myself included and we have some massage therapists up here we have a woman who does facials um she does facials with an energetic twist it's an awesome experience because you get a whole facial and she also is working on your energy field while you're having a facial so it's um my favorite facial and we have also a yoga and meditation studio up here so we teach yoga um we have a shamanic yoga flow that a couple of the instructors teach and so it's yoga but with that intentional connection to pachamama to that higher power and bringing in some of those deeper elements and we i teach myself and another woman marissa teach meditation every monday night so we offer quite a few different services up here you can find out more about that on shamanictwist.com and my contact information, my phone number, everything's on the website. So um, shamanictwist.com or danielle at shamanictwist.com is the best way to reach out. Um, but our phone number's up on the site too. It's 435-659-5728 is the number to the center. So Nice, yeah. So you offer a lot of different options as well. Awesome. We do, and a lot of our work can be done remotely. So all the energy work that we do, all the shamanic work can be done remotely because we're working with a person's energy field. So, you know, different than a facial, different than a massage, we don't actually need to have somebody in person. And we do all our remote sessions via Zoom or on the phone, and we stay on with the client the whole time. And we connect as the practitioner, you know, part of our skill set is the ability to tune in and connect with another person's energy field. And there's no time and space with that. It's not bound to linear time and it's not bound to spatial um, alignment. So we can do all of our shamanic work remotely. I have clients in different states and in different countries and and. It's I'm assuming you're not that. doing the massage remotely though, right? That we are not. No massage, no facials. That doesn't work so much. No, we haven't figured that part out yet, Shane. <laughs> yeah, I'm just charging. You just act like you're feeling what I'm doing. Then we'll, yeah, we'll that's right, right. That. I'm massaging your shoulders now. Like, Can you feel that? Yeah, yeah. No. Well, thank you, Danielle, for coming on today. And we are so excited to be able to have you be part of the conference this year. So, Danielle, I know that you've got a discount code that you can share with your yes um, with your following. Do you want to mm -hmm. share what that is right now? Shaman30. S-H-A-M-A-N. 
with the number 30. And that, and that gives you the, that gives you the, the discount for the tickets Correct. to the conference for only $30 yep. versus 47. Yep. We're excited to be there. Yeah. And she'll have a booth there as well. So she'll be there the whole conference. So not just for the meditation class that she's going to teach, but she'll be there for the conference as well. Yep. And stop by our booth, Shamanic Twist. Um, we're going to have some drawings for some giveaways and um, we'll have a little experience over at our booth, Shamanic Twist. So come and see us. Awesome. Thank Thanks so you. much. Thanks for being a part of the conference and being on, and being on the podcast. Appreciate your time. Yes. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. The more knowledge you have, the more you will be empowered to make the changes in your life. And because of this, your life will be elevated. Your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your current health care provider is not meeting your health care goals, it is time to take control of your health. If you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, please like, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with your family and friends. Together, let's take back our health.